0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Suffolk Business Podcast. Today we are joined by Ed Nye, Director of Lead Creatives. Hi and Ed. also
1: your brother-in-law, man. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. Well. And so. also
0: my brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. So Thanks for having me. Thanks no, it's okay. Me. I mean, we do this chat um, a lot of evenings around mine or yours, and it's yeah. kind of weird to be doing it in front of a camera. Yeah, it, it is.
1: But nice. Yeah. nice. It is
2: nice. <laughs> it's a nice vibe to it.
0: Um, Ed, for um, the audience, tell us exactly what Lead Creatives are about.
2: So Lead Creatives is a community interest company for the benefit of uh, building a creative community in Ipswich and Suffolk.
0: Wow.
1: Nice, there we go.
0: Straight away, we've, we've talked about a community interest company, CIC. Now, tell everyone exactly what a CIC is, because people are going, I have no idea what that is.
2: So, a CIC is basically a halfway house between a charity and a private company. Uh, it's really easy to set up, it's like £27, and you fill in the form saying what you want to be- uh, do for the community. Uh, it's non-for-profit, so any of the money that goes in, it has to benefit the community. It, every year you have to write an impact report to tell the government that you've been doing these great yep. and wonderful stuff for the sure. community and then, yeah, tell them what you do.
1: Nice. And what kind of set you on the path to do that as well? So, it all Did you see
2: something kind of locally that you felt like you you, you needed to fix No, or it was completely <laughs> happenstance, like, it was… It, It was born out of me and a friend wanting to do some drawing workshops. Nice. And uh, we did it at the uh, University of Suffolk and we realised that the only people that attended were the people that we already knew. Yeah. And after discussing it, we realised there was a lot of uh, drawing groups that were stuck in this same rut where they couldn't (laughs) find anyone new. So I thought... Why don't we try and network just the artist groups and then try and, like, promote each other?
1: It's one of those things as well, isn't it? Like, when you say drawing, you don't instantly think that it could be a social yeah. kind of a gathering, or like a thing like that, do mm. you? When you, you no, talk about drawing, you just think, okay, I'm just going to be by myself and draw, and yeah. it's very therapeutic to do it by yourself. Yeah. But also, I guess there are lots of benefits of doing it with other people. Yeah,
2: so, like, the drawing workshop was born out of the idea of my friend who... Uh, host these uh, just social drawing meetups. right? And it's like, it's free. You just turn up at the pub and we just draw together. You can talk if you want. You can draw and not pay attention to the other people if you want. Is there a
1: brief to draw to? No, or is no. It
2: just it's just completely chilled out and relaxed. It's just being in a, in a comfort zone where you can draw around people and not be feel like you are judged or anything. No, yeah. So, at
1: the pub I know at the pub at as the well pub. you can have a beer wash drawing yeah, as well
0: exactly <laughs> but it doesn't get much better than you that you know
1: I used I used to love drawing like you know yeah, I used to and, and, and by the way Jake was amazing at drawing <laughs> thank you very much good. you were very good. nice um, but nothing else yeah. <laughs> yeah. just drawing <laughs> but I, I found it as one of those things that you know like if you had a stressful day or anything like that to have a sketch pad and just draw, and it helps.
2: It, and if you don't draw much, it's a nice excuse to get out of the house and actually do something. Do something, do something different as well. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's joining
1: Zumba groups, aren't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not, but well. <laughs> everyone.
2: But, uh, yeah, so when I realised that there was a lot of uh, artist groups that didn't know, I thought, okay, let's try and reach out and talk to different artist groups. Yeah. And... Then I met a woman called Cad Taylor, who's the community's manager of BBC uh, Radio Suffolk. Yeah. And she used to uh, run something called the Ipswich Creators Meetup back in the day, and she stopped doing it because she was just too busy with everything. Yeah. And uh, I, she offered it to me, and I was like, okay. You go <laughs> I'll do me. it. I'll go for it. Why and not? And f- so from that. I went from just trying to reach out to artists. I'm reaching out to all different types of creatives.
1: What platform are you using for that? Is it just like
2: Facebook or Instagram, it or is it mainly just Facebook? Yeah, because yeah. the group that CAD set up had about three hundred and fifty members when I first joined, huh. and since then it's grown up to five, five, five.
0: Amazing! It's good. So, so are, people, yeah. people, same mindset, same kind of passion. It's cool.
2: Yeah, it's just literally people meeting up and uh, just talking. Like sometimes it's just building friendships, building relationships or collaborations mm. have been born out of it. Mm. And that's one of the things that I've thought, okay, this is something that could be something. So that's where led kind of find, found its feet which was just really cool
1: it's again like jack said it's an example of a niche community all have a similar common interest Mm. you know possibly something that um you know being a creative myself there aren't many avenues that i can go down to meet like-minded people Mm. that it tends to just kind of only really be online but you're offering an experience where i can actually go somewhere meet somebody in person see their work in in person as well and like you said relationships are then built aren't they yes
2: and like Online relationships are one thing, but when you meet someone face-to-face, mm. you get a better grasp of who they are as depends a depends if you
1: had a bad experience on Tinder, though. Yeah. <laughs> when you meet somebody face-to-face after talking to them online, sometimes they aren't... I'm not talking about. Have you? <laughs> 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 <I was gonna laughs> I've never actually been on Tinder. If my fiancé is listening to this right now, I just want to lay that out there. So, um, God, this podcast got awkward. <laughs> It's it like got you, real, real you, deep you real quick it. you yeah you did that tends to be me you know, yeah that, you, like, you like, dig yourself out of <laughs> that one I, I just say the most awkward weird thing sometimes and but, um, that was one of them so yeah, yep. yeah but, you, you have a track
2: record <laughs> like I said you can get a better grasp of someone when you meet someone face to face and yeah. the Facebook group like I said there's 555 members on there at the moment but uh, just by going to the meetups which happens every third Wednesday of the month uh we've been able to like have regular connections outside of the meetup as well yeah. so i've been meeting animators i've been meeting uh film producers i've been meeting musicians yeah so cool. yeah great and to that connect the to these season. things like,
1: yeah like and also like what we've said is that when uh, if we were to think okay we need uh, an animator for um a project the first place I would think of is we need to go online. We need to find somebody who lives somewhere. Or you else g- in need the world. to go to London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, we were just chat- chatting before this f- for this episode, and we were saying actually how there are so many people in Suffolk yeah. on our doorstep who have these amazing skills, and it's just about us going out there and being able to utilize them. Exactly. So, kind of when you say about people that you've met and people that you met along the way, is there any examples of people?
2: Uh, so, when I first launched this uh, company. I did a series of four talks at the RT festival in Ipswich. Nice. And uh I had four speakers with me doing a in conversation with about creative topics. We spoke about uh the, the importance of storytelling, the uh imposter syndrome. We talked about the importance of uh self-promotion. Yeah. And we talked about uh, finding ideas, so these are f- really broad subjects. Yeah. But I've brought in people with a wealth of experience. So we had someone uh, called Angel who helped, uh, who's a radio Suffolk. Uh, yeah, I know Angel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Presenter, and she also does the BBC introducing. Yeah. Looking for new talent in music. Uh, we had. Mark Aaron, who is a modern-day Renaissance man, <laughs> so he's a graphic designer, uh, international graphic designer. He's worked on projects in like Hong Kong and yeah. like uh, all over the world, but he's also a art director for uh, lots of TV game shows, most famously Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? That's cool, uh, Chris point- Tarrant. Pointless, and last year uh, he was helping build the set of uh well helping design the set of the new zone for crystal maze
0: okay wow
2: wow and again like this is all happening
1: in suffolk yeah there's there's people like this who are you know doing these amazing incredible things on our doorstep yeah
2: and also i had uh jim horsfield who's a video producer Mm. but he does live events so he does live music uh video production cool nice, and like the visuals that you see at, in the back of like concerts when they do mm. like, like yeah. uh, visualizations uh he was one of the people who like pioneered it he's, like, amazing. It. That's he's worked cool. with like fat boy slim john hopkins uh porter's head beardy man yeah and he's done it all over the world and so it's cool he's in Ipswich. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's one
0: of the reasons why we kind of decided to, to launch this podcast though, wasn't it? Because there's so much talent and there's so many great business owners and great businesses locally yeah. that no one knows about yeah. who deserve to be recognised. And I think oh.
1: we're, we're guilty as well as consumers and I was saying this to you, Edmund, as well before the pod is like, there is there are so many people like this with, with the skills who live locally, but it's our job as consumers for our first kind of thought process not to be like oh, i need to go online it might be to hit edmund up talk to uh, yeah. talk to him and say okay do you know anybody in your network um who would be able to provide me with that service mm. um because then what you're getting is validation because obviously you're endorsing somebody but then also what you're getting is the ability like you said something that was is considered a bit old school now is to actually go and sit down in a meeting with somebody in yeah. person to discuss your project exactly yeah
2: and like I, I consider myself like a signpost. Like yeah. anyone who comes to me and asks for like where do they uh, want to go or where where are trying to find something, I'd like to be the guide to like show them left, right, and, like, yeah, see yeah. that person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I've had uh, students come up to me saying, uh, like where can i find a photographer to like just nice. ask questions and I was like you
1: are the person yeah. to go to yeah. so <laughs> what would you can so obviously we talked a bit about your origin story um and why you're um doing what you're doing now yeah. but what would you consider kind of your
2: skill in the creative space so i for many years i've been training to be a video game designer and then i realized that i didn't want to go into the video games industry why is that because i graduated 11 years ago and only now they're talking about uh, unionizing the workforce. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of stories about the video game industry that is not very appealing. Yeah.
0: Not very flattering.
2: Yeah. Like there's something called crunching, which is basically working twelve-hour days, seven days a week, mm. until you get the project done. Yeah. And when, even when you get the project done, you don't have a guaranteed what. Work after that? No, no, so. it's very much yeah. kind of project by project basis. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Yeah. It's like
0: contract work, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so that's that wasn't appealing to me. So, no. I but I had skills in uh, collaborating with people. So the point of the designer is to come up with ideas and then uh, trying to connect those ideas with coders, artists. Sound engineers. People that can make it happen. Yes. And that can be carried on to, like, if there's a project coming up and they've got an idea for uh, something and they need someone, I can be the person who connects them.
1: Cool. Nice. And, again, there's there's not many people that go for that kind of role, is there? Because I guess there's quite a lot of responsibility with that too. Obviously, if people are coming to you, they trust you to be able to actually... connect them with different people as well but i think it is a cool um role to have isn't it especially when you want to kind of build your influence as well in the local community and the creative space like we've said you know it's part of why jack and i like doing this podcast as well is because we get to be that role too if there's somebody that comes in and obviously for example a little plug now but we're here at hindersham golf club they sponsor the podcast business owners come in here every single month to record with us they see the space and there's, and you know. Then we say to them, "Look, do you want to have hold a chat anywhere?" And mm-hmm. we say, "Yeah, well, why, why don't you do it here?" So there's yeah. there's I think there is a lot of value that comes from actually being able to connect people with yeah. other people because in the long term, I you know there is a, a big big ROI to it as well.
2: And that was born out of because you knew the guys. From Hinselship, yeah mm. and it's face to face. It wasn't online or phone call saying, "Can I borrow like this room?" It was mm. like you have to build that relationship, yeah, yeah. and it has to be face to face well
1: Jack Jack went to a meeting actually on when well, when was it yesterday.
0: yesterday, yeah, so we we' we're talking to a company at the moment um in London, and I went yesterday to London for what was a fifteen ten minute meeting, yeah, yeah. all the way to Baker street, yeah um. <laughs> And but the 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 importance of having an initial chat with a company face to face, I I I think it's just the right thing to do. Like I I had this conversation with someone this morning, and they're saying, you know, so much is done online now, and so much is done on you know platforms like Zoom and Skype. Mm -hmm. But actually, to have an initial meeting, a first conversation with uh, a potential client, partner, you know, collaboration, whatever it is, in my opinion, it has to be face to face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's why I was happy to having to travel two hours yesterday <laughs> for a <laughs> ten fifteen minute meeting, yeah. you know, which was a positive one. So I think that people do overuse technology now as well. Mm. Um, but from now on with that person, it can be on the phone or wherever. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yes. But it's the definitely. first meeting to me face-to-face.
2: Well, sometimes it's not possible. So sometimes you do have to just have a phone call. Yeah, of
0: course, you don't want to go yeah. to Australia <laughs> for a 10-minute meeting. <laughs> no,
2: well... Example like yesterday, I uh, was talking to uh, a person who ran something called the Curiosity Collective uh, about fifteen years ago, and it kind of stopped five years ago. But he he's in London doing a PhD in goldsmiths, and like I I wasn't prepared to go to London to meet him, but like. We, I did message him on Facebook to say, like, I really want to like restart this idea that you had 15 years ago. Can I just talk to you, call yeah, you? Yeah. And he was more than happy just to have like a conversation. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be like 10, 15 minutes, and then it just ran into like half an hour, just because we were thinking. And it could have gone longer because... Uh, we were just so into it but I said let's leave it until we meet face to face and we'll yeah yeah like
1: but well, you, you you kind of introduced the idea um you know on the phone yeah. but then I guess like now you yeah. are now paving the way to actually sit down and, and discuss it in more detail oh yeah definitely yeah
2: and it's yeah it was it was a really nice conversation actually so yeah shout out to Dave chatting <laughs> there we go nice. Dave don't give any shout to the podcast mate nice Dave sure, <laughs> mate.
0: cheers Dave um Edmund what's up um What's next for Lead? <laughs> what's, <up>? what's, <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up, what's uh, up yeah, next well, what's, for LED? What's the plan? What's uh, going on? Uh, what's going on in the next few the years?
2: Th- the thing that led does is that uh, we do four things, which is the div- uh, networking, which I do once a month. Where's uh, that? So for the past few months, I've been ta- uh, taking the meetups to a different creative space in Ipswich. So we s- back in November, I took everyone to the Ipswich maker space. Ever heard of that? No, I, actually I haven't. haven't. No. No. no, so it's this really hidden uh, community space where, so you know, like everyone has like a garage with all their tools in. Well, imagine if someone said you can't put them, put that stuff here. So everyone decided, okay, we'll put it in one place. Right. Yeah. So everyone's put all their stuff in this place called the makerspace they've got a wood shop they've got a so metal cool. shop mm. they've got 3d printers they've got laser cutters they've got uh just like art studio yeah. space so it's just really nice and wonderful they make ro- like they make robots in their free times like nice. yeah it's cool <laughs> perfect place for yeah. for creatives to meet yeah. Yeah. yeah so that was one we had in uh november december we went to the smokehouse where yeah. uh uh, the, the music th- venue as well. Yeah, think? a music yeah. venue, and because it was like uh, end of the year, we thought oh, let's have an end of the year bash. So we had uh, some musicians pl- pl- like cool. have an album launch with nice. some art, and it was like chilled out electronic music, and yeah. it was just really nice. Uh, January we went to a place called Stokebridge Workshops, which is a fairly new like workshop space where people can go in, run any type of workshop they like yeah and i've been doing uh, comic book workshops there nice so you've cool. been like te- so te- you
1: you are providing an experience like these yeah. these aren't just like kind of like when i whenever i think of like networking events or anything like that like not to kind of dampen them at all but i always just think it's just a group of people in the room standing next and to each other and they're forced to talk Force they to can talk. be yeah. monotone can't they and yeah. boring forced yeah. to talk but i think what you're doing is you're... You're actually providing experience so that it's yeah. almost like a a channel um, for them to actually um then initiate conversations with people yeah. as well. And
2: this month, uh February we're doing we're going to the Creative Computing Club, which is also a very like inspiring place because uh it's an after school club to teach children from eight to sixteen how to uh, code make video games anim, animation cool and en- like anything like tech wise that you don't really learn in schools no
1: see i never had access to any of those things growing up yeah
2: exactly and that's that's partly why i wanted to take people there to let it be known to the creative community and uh that's not even the most impressive part of Creative Computing Club. It was run by one person, Matt Applegate, and he has a very uh, vivid past. Oh really? Let's say. <laughs> so he he was a hacker when he was a teenager. Nice. And well, not nice, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> not nice. But then he ended up working uh, with the government. He, then he went to America to work with uh, work for Apple. Wow. He's been in the film industry, uh, the music industry, and he's got connections in the games industry.
0: That's cool. Jeez. Nice person to know. Yeah. Yeah, and,
2: yeah. Yeah. and like I said, uh, the, we've got our next meet-up there and he's going to do like a whole talk about what... every. Introduce himself and the creative computing club, and he's also uh, a champion for the games incubation uh, in Ipswich. So, there's a lot of new video games companies in Ipswich, and he's one of the people who's trying to bring them all up.
1: Oh, brilliant! Brilliant. Well, it sounds like you're a busy, busy guy as well. Yeah, I, I imagine these things as well, they don't take no matter of days to organise it I imagine there's quite a lot of work that goes into actually organising these meetups and, and getting everybody there and getting the message out yeah
2: well it's mainly the communities it's not just down to me it's also no, down to the community's yeah. word of mouth like uh, if they can't go then try and spread the word and let other Absolutely. people know yeah yeah, amazing
0: talks, workshops so and gatherings like
2: yeah, networking uh, so cool there's also uh so networking was one of the things we do development which is trying to bring up the next generation of uh, mm. creatives so I volunteered as a New Anglia uh, local enterprise partnerships like uh, enterprise advisor which nice. is basically going to schools and let pe- let the children know that there's a creative sector that they can go into yeah well again <laughs> uh,
1: within my other company as well we weird essentially doing that but for music as well yeah like we're trying to change the message about the fact that children you know that it's not just about being in the band there are so many other roles within the music industry within the creative industry that you know you can get involved with and i think growing up we're very guilty of just thinking of like one job role within each industry you know when we talk about the creative space instantly i'm thinking artist. yeah you know when there are other things that that you can utilize your skills with
2: like the best example i use is uh video games when you think video games you're thinking like nerdy kids just like coding yeah yeah but when you go deeper into that you have coders you have musicians making the music for it yeah. you have artists who come up with the art uh, concept art for it you have other, you have modelers who make 3d models of yeah. these things and that already that's a thing and then that's not including the designers who no. think of like how how the game plays. You have writers who write the story for the games. Yeah, yeah. And Already, that's a l- long list of. Different I mean, you, yeah, disciplines. you've just men-
1: mentioned so many roles there, and and to me as well, like like you say, growing up, and which is why I think it's so important that you are spreading that message. Is you do only think there is that one person for that one Mm. role.
0: I mean, you watch a film, and then in the credits at the end, it just goes on for like five (laughs) minutes, doesn't it? Exactly. (laughs) People don't realise actually how many people go into a project
1: like that. Exactly. And so when you're waiting just for that end Avengers scene you haven't <laughs> yeah, to wait a yeah, long time yeah, you to that's to like ten, 10 minutes <laughs> yeah 10-15 minutes <laughs> yeah. just to get to the end I and mean, then you're gutted if there isn't actually one you're like yeah. why did I wait but actually you're not gutted because you've just seen a whole list of amazing people that yeah. have worked on a project <laughs> worth it <laughs> worth it. That, it well, yeah. well done Jake Dug not out of
2: that yeah.
0: one. <laughs> um, Ed where can uh, people find Lead uh, online Lead Creatives where do they search for you mate
2: so there's our website leadcreatives.com uh, there's also the uh, Facebook group at Lead Creatives. We've got a Lead page. Uh, if you're a aspiring p- creative professional or you're a, a creative professional, you can also join the Ipswich Creatives Meetup, which is, has its, its own separate group, and it's a good way to like find someone if you n- need them. Yeah, amazing. That's
0: no, really cool. And and if you if you do have a passion for anything creative or, or work in a creative industry, you must. Um, go check out Lead and, and go to one of their talks, workshops, or networking groups. Yeah. It's really cool. Jake,
1: final question. Yeah, uh, one last question to finish things off. Um, as we ask all of our guests, what is the best thing about running a business in Suffolk or just running a business in general?
2: Meeting the people. Like, S- Suffolk has so much talent around, and we want to meet everyone and try and either nurture that talent or promote that talent or let people know that it exists. It in Suffolk. yeah, like. absolutely. And I must
0: say, every time I speak to Ed about lead, you're always saying, I met this person today. I met this person today. It's so much enthusiasm um, and it's endearing. It's really cool. Oh, thanks. It's really <laughs> cool. Well, mate, thanks so much for coming um, on. Thanks um, for having me. It's been me. a pleasure. Um, tune in next time, everyone.
1: Thanks for having us. Anything else to add, Jake? Just have a lovely day. That's my (laughs) last, my (laughs) soothing tones there. Have a lovely day.